Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago. And I'm Jessica, a wife, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten how to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Hi, morning. How's your week going so far, Jess? It is going. I know there are listeners are like on the edge of their seats, like, what is happening with Jessica's zone minutes? And I just right, we need updates. So you haven't died of a heart attack. You told me to change it. And I had all these issues with my Fitbit, so I did not know it changed. And normally when I do Tracy's class on Mondays for Pilates, it's really hard. Okay. And I'll get four zone minutes. How many did I get yesterday? Eight. Forty-four. Yeah. And I know okay. my weekly zone minutes. So today I have 67. Went for a walk. So I don't care if I'm cheating. I don't care. I well, it just needs to be calibrated. The other thing is... There is a lot of research about the importance of zone two training and that you don't need to be intense all the time. So I'm very happy for you about this. Yes, I'm very happy. And I'm out of breath during these workouts. It's not like I'm like, oh, I want to walk as a snail. But it just gets frustrating when you're like sweating out of breath and it's one zone. <laughs> so now I'm really excited that I'm getting my zone minutes in. I think the zone minute tracking on the Fitbit especially has impacted my life in that I really try to walk at a faster pace than I used to. I'm relatively slow of a walker. In fact, now my children think I'm a slow walker. So I've been trying to kick it up a notch. And it's not that hard to walk just a little bit faster than you normally yeah. do just to get the blood pumping. So. Oh, I get my arms pumping. Yes. I I'm listen arm, to, we've all kind of too. transitioned to Spotify playlists. And so there's this I just look up like girl power and people make playlists. And so there's this girl power playlist. And you guys pay for Amazon Music? We do. We pay for everything. Do you, is Spotify premium? So this is an interesting topic. So Justin has been listening to Spotify for a long time. And he's, remember, what's the other one that started with Pandora, right? So we used to do Pandora. Okay. And then he was doing Spotify, but he was paying for a single account and no one was paying attention. And then... I was on Amazon, but there'd be a movie come out and the kids would want to listen to the whole album. Yep. And so I started paying more for Amazon music, like a little bit more so we could get full albums and yes. be able to download them. So then Dominic and I were like team Amazon music. Gabby and Justin were like, Amazon music sucks. It's stupid. And we were, and Dominic and I were like, no. And Dominic, I had all of our playlists on Amazon. And then last year, Gabby was like, I want to do Spotify, but she wanted to do something with Spotify. And so I looked it up and researched it and to pay two more dollars, our entire family could have access to Spotify premium for everything, all the albums, like everything. And now we all make 
Spotify playlists. I listen to Apple Music in the car and the kids all have their playlists they want to listen to. And the other day, Dominic was like, Amazon Music sucks and I love Spotify. <laughs> I feel like I still okay. like I can't let go of Amazon. Did you say but... you said Apple? So do you pay for Apple Music? Oh, no, okay. it's just Apple CarPlay. When your car has Apple CarPlay and you have an Apple phone, you do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you're transitioning perhaps from Amazon Music to Spotify. Okay. Yeah, we have transitioned. Okay. The kids have taught right. me because Spotify has a lot of playlists that I don't think Amazon does. So like Correct. I could make a playlist and it could be called Coolest Music in the World and people who use Spotify could have access to it. I can see I haven't used Spotify that much because I use Amazon Music, but I would I think I'm going to try switching it up uh, because the one thing that I like about Spotify that Amazon Music they have playlists, but they don't update them very much. So, like, I listen to Country Heat, for example. Oh, I think um, that's what happened to us. Yeah, it's like just the same kind of, music for five years. It. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can do this on Amazon, but you can make your own album cover. And so, Gabby did it. I'll show you. Gabby made her own album cover. Okay. So, you and I are techie. And I was like, I'm going to totally do that. And I'm going to make a thing called Mom Jams. And I'm going to put a cover on it and see if the kids see it. Because on Spotify, it shows the cover. So I made this mom jams. And of course, they don't like my music. But I put that on there. And so then it took a while. And then they noticed it. And then they were like, oh, my God. And then now, so then Dom is now he's on Spotify. And then here's his album cover. It's a monkey. Oh, I love it. And it's okay. called Monkey Songs. And then he was able to put emojis. And so that's been cool. Yeah, we're in the car a lot. We I like. We, yeah, we listen music. to. We, like. we have uh serious xm and we, so we i yeah i gave that up and it was really funny <laughs> they were like we'll give you a deal ten dollars a month no thank you all right nine dollars a month <laughs> i was like yeah no really i don't want any more okay five dollars a month this is your last chance we're never <laughs> offering and then i'm like no thank you and then they were like 3.99 and then just and are like oh my god it's so cheap but i was like i don't want it because they have their playlist. You know what I mean? Like they have their playlist. And so we're not even using it anymore. So we funny. actually are now. So we listen to Alt Nation in the car. And sometimes we'll plug in Amazon Music. So we could switch to Spotify. Also, if you have a newer car, which is a 2018 or newer, the CarPlay is connected through Bluetooth. But anything older than that, which are all of our I cars. Know. You have to connect through USB. The Bluetooth so. situation is so awesome. I rented yes. a car when my car was in the shop and I didn't know it was that old. I didn't know Justin has a 2018. And his is Bluetooth. No. Some of the models didn't. See. Some of the models didn't, but a lot of the car models that we have, the 2018 versions have the Bluetooth or oh. maybe more recent than that, but. Yeah, but yeah, my issue with Sirius is that we really loved like PG comedy radio and it would always be like, ah, this station is held for a game. Like all the time it got to the point where it wasn't uh, even like they kept doing that. And so I was like, forget it. That is uh, Carrie Underwood. Now I got to remember what it was. Carrie's Country Jess. Mm -hmm. And it's Carrie Underwood and her favorite songs, which are my favorites too, because it's favorite country and the like pop stuff. But anyway. So go on Spotify, Kelly's Country Jams, put all those songs on there. You have access Does to it, it. It'll play forever. for Spotify. 
it'll play your list. Then does it add? Remember how Pandora used to suggest other songs to add? Does it do that? Or does it only play like what when you're creating your list? It will, but it only plays your list. And we paid. We have no ads or anything like that because we pay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is Gabby loves Bruno Mars. And so she'll look up either Bruno Mars playlist or Bruno yeah, Mars Yeah, radio. they have a ton of variation. And Amazon like, so Music sure. doesn't have that many. Yeah. And I thought Amazon had some stuff I really like. But I do you feel that way where I know you feel that way because we talked about it in a, in a mom talk where it's like when everyone else is doing it, you don't want to do it. And so it's like when everyone's working to Spotify, it's I'm going to stick with Amazon Music because I don't want to be on trend. And so that's why I think I have one foot still in Amazon Music because I don't want to like admit that Spotify is better. <laughs> so stupid. A little bit of that. Sometimes it's also like what you like and maybe like a lack of understanding what is out yeah. there. But I, that's why when I say I'm a recovering know-it-all because I feel like people tell me things and it's no, my way is better. Oh, and it's like, I think it's so kind of important. I have a lot of thoughts on this one. I have two examples, one of which is related to this. The other is not the one that is. So we everyone's cutting their cable and going to some of this streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. And Brian requires Motor Trend TV. I think that's like minimum HGTV, Motor Trend TV. We, maybe yeah, little, we have to have yes, certain things NFL package yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So then I looked I, I hate Comcast. So in Chicago. Xfinity has a monopoly. There's a couple other players. They all suck. In our neighborhood, you can only get Xfinity on cable. We have to do cable because they have the best internet. So we have cable internet because you can't get Fios. You can't get any of these other things because, again, Comcast has a monopoly. I was so tired of the charges every month for cable. It's so expensive. We were paying $130 to $150 a month on cable. Ridiculous. So I looked at options. So for $75, $80 a month, you can get Hulu or YouTube TV and you get all the channels and they record. They don't have as much like on demand per se, but it's half the price. Yeah. So I switched over, but you can't just cancel your account online. You have to wait for them to call you, which means I had to go through all these hoops. Plus of that $150, Fifty dollars a month is the boxes, which is so ridiculous. They charge you ten. They're charging us ten dollars a month per box, which is it's just. I feel like it's fleecing America. Just it's tragic. Anyway, so I feel like maybe we're like mid level adopter. I know a lot of people have moved. I was gonna do Hulu because I like Hulu, but the TV ones I believe are all separate apps anyway. And I heard really good things about YouTube TV, and I we really like it. The user interface, we're a little bit annoyed right. on. Here's what annoys me, which is this is my friend told me this a few years ago. He was like, they should just take all of the apps and make them one, like Hulu and Netflix and Apple TV, make them one. And she goes and call them cable. Because <laughs> that's what I think has happened is that now everyone has their own thing. So you're paying 10, 10, 15, 10, 10, and then you're paying yeah. as much as just having cable. Somebody so will then. figure it out. Uh, we, I swap things in and out. Like I just canceled Apple TV because we we're already caught up on Ted Lasso. I don't even I know. We're trying anymore. to finish Ted Lasso so we can cancel it. But yeah. I started watching Lessons in Chemistry. Oh, poop. That's on? I, oh, yes, man. it's on Apple TV. But you know what? I, I'm so pissed off. I want you to watch it. Let me know. I'm so pissed off. Because it's so different than the book. I'm like, really, oh. guys? It was not that difficult to make it 
It just annoys me. I am so glad we brought up this topic. There's something I wanted to talk about okay. regarding books and TV. So I was going to look to see what I rated All the Light You Cannot See as a book because you remember that I got invited to that like exclusive premiere oh, showing. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes, but and I but I read that book like 10 years. I don't remember that book at all. Okay, I gave it four out of five stars. So okay. I'm not sure why that I got selected. But through Goodreads, there was a special invite, maybe because I follow the author or something that was like a premiere through mm-hmm. Goodreads that you can do the premiere on Netflix. And I was like, this is weird, but I'm going to sign up for it. So it was an online premiere. It was a really cool. It was way back in September for the show. And the cool part about the premiere was they opened with, let's say it was a private showing. So it's a series. I think it's five or six episodes. I didn't know at the time. I thought it was going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday night. I was like, bye, husband and kids. I'm going to go in the I basement. Still don't and watch know a I didn't know it was a series. Yeah. It just came out on yeah, Friday. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those of you who love the World War II historical fiction genre, this is... Was it set in the south of France? Um, coast of France. Do I, okay. The co- it was a coast of France. Yes. Okay. I, and she's... Is she somebody blind? Yes. Okay. So I definitely read it. Okay. The show, the series, Jesse, it's amazing. And first of all, great actors. You got Mark Ruffalo and the guy who oh, played like House that. on oh. House. The actress, she was like a grad student in Columbia and they had a casting call and they it they could not find a blind person. I'm sorry, a visually impaired person. Yeah. She had zero so acting experience and she okay. is unbelievable. It gives me goosebumps talking about. It. It gives, she was unbelievable in the show. I think she'll definitely going to win some awards. And that it is an amazing depiction of the book. It okay, makes so I need to watch. I might need again. to read the cliff notes of the book again or something. Okay. I thought so far the casting on Lessons in Chemistry is really good. Okay. I listened to this book on Audible. I thought it was an incredible Audible. And I felt like it was an upbeat book. Yes? I agree. I liked it. Yeah. She was sexually assaulted in the book but it's not um it was like earlier on in the basically they have given her ptsd from the assault okay and so it's a much darker view Mm. of it and so when she meets calvin evans they like fall in love immediately it's a whirlwind right they like click they're together all the time but in the show they have given her ptsd and so she's freaked out by him and leery of him. And so it annoys me because, yes, she had trauma and she for sure was a survivor of trauma in the book. But that's what was so crazy was because to me in the book, she met Calvin Evans and they both were not their normal person. Like they had they were loners. They very much seemed like they were on the spectrum. And then they like met each other and clicked more together all the time. But in the movie, they're like giving her all of these layers, which yeah, I just I... felt wasn't in the book so it's they annoying. seemed i agree like spectrum esque where they were together all the time but they never really defined their relationship yes for a period of time so oh, brie larson who is captain marvel is actually like an executive director and i do love her and i do think they cast everything well and maybe i'll get through it but it's such a deep like when i listen to the book the kids are around like it was whatever yeah. but oh yeah, like, yeah i agree it's the like movie i have to posit they're like sexually explicit scene you may be triggered oh, if you man. need help call this hotline like, oh, before no. the scenes. And so i'm like that's just not like the vibe of the book and so not that it's not a beautiful show 
and definitely there it, it was a book to me about misogyny and sex discrimination 100 percent. but anyways it's just a darker look through it let me know when you're done with it in case it gets better all the light you cannot yeah. see is amazing okay, I'm only through you say that too. but i'm still like healing from the postcard where everyone died in auschwitz so I don't know if I want to hop into another world war II. I can't wait to see the movie, the ending of this, because I really yeah. love the ending of that book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so changing the subject about recovering mm-hmm. know-it-all. Okay. I think it is so important to continue to explore information before you make a decision. And that journey is really important. And how many times you get reminded about how you're surprised about the perception you have of something is not at all the reality. And so I feel like that has been our journey with Wes and his high school selection. Sorry, I always have to insert high school things every conversation. But we've been to like a bunch of open houses now and we've talked to a lot of people. And I'm just really amazed at how our perception of the high school situation and even what high schools we liked and didn't have really evolved from that and how important it is for anyone who's going through an important decision to talk to a lot of people, look online and do the research, collect as much information as you can because things will surprise you sometimes and it'll because take you in a different way. Because if you're close-minded and you're like, this is the best school in Chicago and we have to go to the best versus let me explore, let me talk to my trusted sources, explore, go visit, and then see what's best for Wes. Yeah. I think okay. being a, being growing up, we went to Catholic schools and then now moving to the city, there was this assumption I had that public schools sucked and that you should just send your kid to private school because nobody cares about them in public school. Definitely yeah, well, blown I mean, away we're, with our yeah. experience. But from a high school perspective, I am amazed at the options, both yeah, private well, and, and public. I, I think very similarly because Las Vegas is still ranked <clears throat> one of the worst like school districts in the country, which just really surprises me because, like you said, our public school that we're zoned for is incredible. I love what we're doing, but Clark County is such a huge school district. But the school she went to, I, it was a four or five star school, and the school they go to now is a four or five star. That's like a national recognition. You guys have um, a lot of the, luckily when, because. You make a lot of money from casinos. I feel like they do a nice no. job in this. Oh, like I don't, they they have, I, I wish they were pouring into education. Mm-hmm. That's why I hope the dispensaries are. But like the yeah, casinos have like, all these tax Maybe that's write-offs why they're doing that stuff. in Chicago. They did have, there was less of a budget shortfall with. That's why I was like, let's let marijuana be legal and then just tax the crap out of them and give our school, boost our schools. That's what I wanted to do. Well, I should run I'm okay. If, you know what? I'm okay with it, Jess. But here's one of the things I'm having a hard time with is that 50% of the people driving must be high because they're all driving real slow right now. Yeah, but everybody annoying. was getting high anyway. Those kind of people, I, to me, like people who were like, who need to get high all the time and are, were getting high anyway. Like everyone, I know a lot, I had a lot of clients who were just getting medicinal marijuana cards. True. Or just I don't, I'm not pot. anti, I, mean, I don't have an So many people do drugs regardless of it's legal, like yeah. of all walks of life. Um, But on the education front, I think very similarly for Gabby. And so then Gabby was going to stay at her charter school. And then at the last minute, eighth grade freaked out. We looked at the local Catholic school, not just yeah, the Catholic school, all the private like schools, at, whatever, yeah. all the schools. And then I was like telling her, which was hard for me to admit, but that doesn't seem like where you want to be now. But we can 
reevaluate every year. And so also that idea of, hey, let's just do what works best for you right now. And if that changes, that's okay too. And you can change goals and it's not a big deal. I talked to her about that a lot. Do you want to change? You want to change? Asking her all the time. So just also, you're not locked into something forever. And if it doesn't work, that's okay too. We went to such a small high school and we, how many, I had 21 people in my graduating class. How many were in yours? 17. Oh, I didn't know mine was bigger than yours. Huh. So yeah, we were like the, the last very small class. The last of the smalls. Yeah. Yeah. The class older than us, there were like 10, I think, oh, and yeah. with one boy. Remember that? So tragic. So anyway, I think about having a small school being a really great option. And so I found, so we found there's a really small public school that has the class size is 125 kids. I think that's which is nice. unbelievable. Yeah. So I was really pushing Wes to have that move up on his list. We met with a guidance counselor today. She was amazing. And I'm really grateful to have that resource. And even though Wes has only been there for two years, she knows him enough, maybe from the bullying incident, but we won't go there. And <laughs> anyway, so she, I said, here's, here are the schools we're looking at and here's what the list, blah, blah. And I mentioned this school and she was like, Ooh, it's a great school. But she said for somebody who has a lot of character and kind of a big personality, that school might get really small really fast. And she was like, I think Wes would be maybe do better in a bigger school. I was like, wow, that is amazing feedback from a woman who spends her life figuring out like half of her job yeah. right now is helping yeah. kids with high school. Yeah. And she was telling us like what schools she felt like Wes would do really well. And they were all like the bigger schools. And I was like, wow, she was like, you don't like Wes is really popular. Like he gets along with all the kids and he makes friends really fast and he can, he'll thrive in a bigger school. It'll give him a lot more options. But, but here's something to think about. Your sister had a big personality and had a lot of friends and I was fine in a class of 17. I guess it's, I hear what she's saying too, but 125 is a nice per class, not for the whole school. Per grade. Per class. Yeah. Per grade. Yeah. I think that's nice, but it's interesting because it all seems so big. So where we're zoned for has like eight to 900 and a grade and where my kids go. I think it's a very nice size now. I think Gabby's class has 300 now. Maybe That's 200. perfect. Let me see. No, I'm wrong. One, I think it was 195. Dom's is bigger. Maybe I'm wrong because for some reason I was thinking. Well, just going back to our conversation we had yeah. last week, that drop, the podcast that or the mom talk that dropped this week. The one thing so about the bigger school 200. is it's easier to find your people. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are with everything, there are pros and cons. There are pros and cons because I think 200 is a nice size. I was worried about... So one of the reasons I didn't want Gabby to go to where we were zoned is it was still COVID when she was a freshman. Mm -hmm. And January 2022, CCSC started after winter break and then did a five-day pause because of COVID. And they were still doing like weird stuff. And I was... And like the charter schools and public schools that had a smaller team making the decisions could adapt yeah. much more quickly than CCSD, who was like one, the third largest school district in the country, right? You can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, I don't want you to go to school during COVID protocols because I don't want them to F around with her education because they were like stopping and starting and in person and not. However, I think now knowing her, I think she would be fine. And you're totally right. Our friends that went from very small schools and the kids went into the big four-year high schools 
they found their people, right? Everyone finds your people and finds your thing. And they have like audio visual club and you can be in a band and you can be a producer. Yeah. I don't know, whatever you can, right. For sure. Well, you and, can find your people. And maybe to but your But we point, came from so small to me, 200 we did. is still big. <laughs> we turned out great. <laughs> to your point, I think it's about, again, doing the research, figuring out what, what's important to you, what your values are, what you think is best for your child. Yeah. And there's probably a quite a wide range in some way where you're really not going to mess up. I don't know. I don't know anybody whose kids didn't love their high school experience at the time. So probably can't go wrong, but maybe it's just important to do your research. I think research, I think college is the same too. Yeah. But, and again, whatever you choose can be changed and that's yeah, okay. That's important too. Yeah. And if like here with the charter schools, it's all lottery. And so I think for you, I wonder if Wes got waitlisted somewhere. And then you would find out like uh, September 1st or they don't do that. Like after school started. Uh, my initial reaction to that was, oh, my God, I hope that's not the case. They will get notified if they're waitlisted in April and they have a second round application process that happens in, I don't know, June. So we have an incredibly so. transient community here. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of people do to get into a charter school is, let's say you wanted to join for the 2023. 2023, 2024 school year, and your kid didn't get in, and all of a sudden in February, a spot opens. People will move their kids in February because that's a better chance than trying to get in the next fall. Mm. Or, like, our kids didn't get into uh, Pinecrest right away, and school started. We went to school for five days, and then they got in. I the elementary grades, but I anyway. definitely think that's very common, especially around yeah. here. Um, I just didn't know if they did that at high school. Because if somebody moved, did that open a spot for somebody? I don't know. There's perhaps if you really want to go and maybe you just keep pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. I don't know. So whatever. We'll I didn't see. mean to give you anxiety. No, I, that is a thing here, though. What if they get in middle of the year? What are we going to do? And we chose to just go with her. I'm a, you know, Here's the thing. I'm the kind of person that does a lot of research. And then once I make my choice, I'm done. You're done. Yeah. And it's like my husband, it's funny, after we bought our house, then he kept looking at more houses and then writing uh, the choice. So mm -hmm. I don't do that. I'm like, this is the choice. All the other choices are dead to me. <laughs> what is the, what's the word for that? Buyer's remorse? When you like second guess your decision after you do it, it must be buyer's remorse. That is buyer's remorse when you're purchasing. But I think if you do that for a lot of decisions, that's called crazy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think like sometimes spend... I, I, you and I talk about this. I just choose to be happy. I put the blinders on and I'm I was like, this is the say, choice. Like, I'm the just hard be happy part is end. it's so easy to like be anxious for any reason whatsoever. And it's really, for me, I think that's one thing I'm trying to do. And part of what the work we're doing with Chasing Brighter is just trying to think about, okay, do I really need to give this weight or do I need to just let it go? Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I want to say is I want to shout out to my friend Julie, who's been listening. She spends after school with us. and Thanks, Julie. And it's funny because I went to her house or she came to our house every single day after school for years. And it's bringing us back together. So thanks for <laughs> listening, Julie. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop. If you love today's episode, please share with another mom. And while you're there, it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, 
Want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources? Check that out at ChasingBrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.